Welcome to 98.9 Northwest FM. This is Car Talk with Matty J. Another Tuesday night. More car-related topics as per usual. Tomorrow's the big day, eh, James? Oh, yeah. It's the fate of the furious. You betrayed the family. Family, Dom. Family. Uh, in, case, in case you want to hear who that is, that is James from Man vs. Movies. He was, he was on earlier, uh, on the hour before me. And we're also joined by Nathan. What's going on, man? Yeah, not much. Uh, not much? Just, just sticking just around? Another, yeah, just sticking around. Uh, you going to play the uh, the, fa- the Fast and the Furious drinking game? Is that when he was Every time they say family? family? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'd be dead in the first minute. No, you'd have to have Coronas because it's um, you know, it's, yeah. it's tradition. You, know, you can have any beer you want. As so long as it's Corona. Um, that'll be... Uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting because every time a Fast and Furious movie happens, um, get all the boys together. It, it's it's a boys' time. Like, yeah, you know, like I um, I made my um, my fiance sit down and watch all of them. Oh jeez, because she wants she, she wants the verdict. Is the wedding off? <laughs> yeah, is the wedding off? She um, well, this is going back a few years ago when the just before the last one came out, and she's like to me, uh, oh, no, it's before six before six came out, and she's like. I was like to her, unless you come and watch this one, yeah. if you watch them all, otherwise you're going to sit there and be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> She's like, all right. So she full like spent a whole day. She had a day off and she just watched, she, like, watched them all. I gave her my copies of it and she watched, she watched it all. And she's, I'm like, what did you think? Well, she's like, the first one was good. The rest kind of sucked <laughs> until number five, five. She's like, five was really good. She's like, I enjoyed five. And then um, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, um, and then we watched six and she's like, six was pretty good. And then she watched seven. She's like, "What the hell was that?" Yeah, that's that's pretty much the same as our assessment, I think. So she's good on. She, she, yeah, I know. She, she, she's um, yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> so she she kind of picked up the right the right kind of ones, but um, yeah. So she's she like, I don't know why. Um, it's just there's a whole whole bunch of things, but we'll get we'll get into that later. We'll we'll save that for the two hour special when we when yeah. get back in a couple. Of April twenty fifth. April twenty fifth. Anzac Day, also known as Fast and Furious Day. Yep. Well, now from now from on, now it will on, be. It will be for every every for every week from here on in. It's going to be, or every year, it's going to be. It's going to, <laughs> it's going to be Fast and Furious Day as well. Um, but yeah, tomorrow's the big day. So, not to take away from all the you know people who gave their lives. <laughs> no, in, no, definitely the not. War, but, definitely not. It's um, it's yeah. it's going to be just the day we we talk about Fast and Furious. <laughs> Um, it's going to be like two hours of quotes, basically. Oh yeah, I mean, no crust, no crust. Uh, what, what you put in that? What you put in that sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Real funny, job. Um It's just going to be like a, a quote fest, um, as because I can. I, I don't know about you guys, but I can pretty much say the ho- the whole first movie off the top of my head. Yeah, That's... I mean, pretty much from start to finish, we know every line. Um, just basically, we can. Yeah, we can just. Quite the whole thing. Oh from, yeah, from from start to finish. Which I mean, I'm sure pretty much the first hour of the show will probably just be the first movie, <laughs> um, and then we'll be like, oh yeah, and there were some other ones too. <laughs> there was oh yeah, and there were seven other ones as well. <laughs> and there'll be another two after this. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but look, we're getting into a, we're getting into a quick break. Um, James and uh, Blake will be joining us very shortly as well. James, that's James from Established. Um, we're going to go to our first uh, break of the night. We're going to go to a song by Tech Nine. You guys like Tech Nine? Yeah, Techno's killer. Um, this is this, this song is called uh, "Am I a Psycho?" It's featuring it features uh, Bob and Hobson. It's the clean version, obviously. For we like you, Hobson. We we do we do love, love love a bit of hop. So this is um Tech Nine with "Am I a Psycho?" Car Talk ninety eight point nine Northwest FM. This is Matty J now joining the studio with uh, James from Established and Blake. What's going on, guys? Hey, how you doing? And of, of course, we have still got uh, James sticking around from Mavis Movies. 
Um, as we were talking about just before the song, uh, so in case you're wondering who that was, that was uh, that was Tech Nine featuring Bob and Hobson. Am I a psycho? Cool track. Is uh, he? I think he is because he's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Tech Nine's pretty pretty nuts. But um, why else would you get a name Tech Nine? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> with a nine in the in the spelled <laughs> in the name. Uh, big ups to Tech Nine. He's um he's rocking an independent and he's, he's doing good things. Um. So, Fast and Furious, The Fate of the Furious, comes out tomorrow. Um, we're going to be obviously having a two-hour special as, as in a couple of weeks once I get back because I'm going on a holiday for uni, uni break next week so I can uh, not see any of you guys. Unwind. <laughs> Unwind, man, you, you knew Fast and Furious was coming out and you're still, you're know, still going man. away. I know, I know. It's, it's, you know what it is? I'm it's, sure there'll be a, a cinema where you're going. No, well, I'm, got, I'm seeing it tomorrow, but I'm, I'm, I'm leaving on... Um, he's I'm, seeing it and then he's leaving, so I'm, we can't talk can't about it next week. week. And then next week after we'll talk about it. Yeah, so um, I've you know it's it's poor form on my behalf, uh, which I, which and James is shaking his head behind behind Mike here. You're out of the family. I'm, I'm out of the family. I, I might have to buy buy a slab of Coronas and try to get back in. Uh, <laughs> out of the family. Toretto's going to be out of the family. <laughs> what's going on here, man? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know what's going on. But look, it's got me thinking how much um the Fast and Furious like I guess franchise has done for for car culture and car communities. Because like a lot of people who've gotten into cars have pretty much gotten into cars because of the Fast and Furious. So I don't know if about yeah. About you guys well, um, if people have listened to the show before, they know I'm I'm a movie buff. But when it comes to cars, I don't really know anything. So everything I know about cars is either from you or from the Fast and Furious movies. Um, so you know, Fast and Furious came out right at the time where everyone at school was getting into cars. Um, especially like the technical aspects and and the, how how to do, how to um, do them up and stuff, um, super them up. So for me, like that's basically how I know from movies is how I know cars. Yeah. So Fast and Furious is obviously a very important part of that. Definitely, and and like you know when um when they when they when they especially in the first one they're talking about car parts like you know <laughs> they're doing the prayer and they're doing like ball bearing ceramic turbos and stuff like uh, that. Praying to the car guards. Praying to the car cards, man. Like titanium um, valve springs. Um, it it was good because like a lot of those parts, like when people when people would even know what the hell they mean, and they they, yeah. could, they could have went, okay, well, what's a titanium valve spring? What's a, what's a you know what's a turbocharger? You know, we'll probably talk about this at length in a couple of weeks. But there's a there's a scene in the first movie where Brian goes into the auto parts shop, yeah. and he's like walking past, and there's like. I think they're mufflers. I I've, I can't remember, and I honestly don't know what mufflers look like. But um, I know what they look like. But anyway, <laughs> and they're all like hanging in the shop. They're like the silver, you know, yeah. hanging in the window. And there's like all the parts. And he's like to the guy, he's like, "Yo, have you got me? Have you got the parts?" And like, I have no idea what they're talking about, but I love it. <laughs> like, I love all that. And I think that's one of the the newer movies have lost that. It's that kind of like working on your working on your car in the driveway. Yeah was what the first movie was about, and now they're about submarines. I think he's talking about when Hector visits Harry's. Hector visits Harry's. Yeah, it might I be I think that. that's what you're talking about, when yeah. they all roll up in the Civics. Yeah, there's that bit, but I think there's a bit with uh, Paul right Walker the start, as well. He's, he's like, I need NAS. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to play tonight. Right. Yeah, it's that, that bit, yeah. But, but yeah, both The car dropped out about 240 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. I heard you, you white guys look fast. <laughs> that's the best line. Um, but yeah, look, because at the time... I mean, we look back now, from, the, from the, especially from the first film, and a car that's modified in the first film is kind of considered pretty ricey these days. 
but at the but back at the time that was like the most dopest thing out like you know and it, and it was like it everyone kind of, everyone wanted super after that movie yeah came well, out. everyone dude I still want a super after that movie uh, and um you know I, I want an, I want a green eclipse with with like enough nuts to blow myself I, up I, 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 <laughs> I, was, I want a Civic with neons man I was I was sad to find out that people don't take take Civic seriously because the the Civics at the start of the movie with the green neons Killer. I they, always they wanted make, I always wanted one movie. of those that's what the movie's about yeah. stealing or boosting. DVD players to sell and buy car parts. I mean, <laughs> yeah. those civics make the movie. Well, well, they do. But see, like, I guess it's kind of come from that because like everyone just put a fart count on a civic that they've become like the like the butt joke of every of every car enthusiast, and sure. which is you know it's kind of sad for the civic. Like, I okay, like my partner's got a civic, and I, I feel embarrassed because of that reason. <laughs> but um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, a civic, a, a civic is like especially like a Type R is a really really, yeah, really cool car, really like really good car. UK Civics are mad. Yeah, d- definitely. And, um, you know, it's... Especially if you're on a ball on the budget. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, just... just uh, <laughs> Vita kicked in, yo, and you'll be... You'll be, you know, go, just slam the suspension, you'll be going on the trucks. Actually, we don't advise that here on the... Because those trucks were, were modified. <laughs> Raised. <laughs> Raised, yes, to, to be able to fit those Civics. But, um, no, d- definitely, like, I, I was, I, I've always been into cars since I, since I could, like, talk and walk. And um, it's just, like... For us car enthusiasts, we never really had any movies that really kind of like. The, the, there were movies here and there. There, there yeah. were always car chase movies. Yes, there were yeah, always there were always action movies with car chases, legendary chases and whatnot. But how many movies are about, about cars? Cars. And it's only it's only evolved in, from the Fast and the Furious uh, like saga, like the Fast and the Furious saga made the the made the cars on screen, made the topic of being and having cars or driving cars, and then for instance, you got like the Need for Speed movie. Uh, which wasn't the best, but still. The, the, the car chases were really good in that, the though. The car chases were good. I mean, the only reason I don't like it is because they uh, ride off a fake Agera R, but still. <laughs> the, the thought of riding off a Koenigsegg Agera R. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it breaks you, out. You like, couldn't forgive him for that. Dude, you, you, you keep telling me, James, uh, um, that when your dad... When your dad always sees the Aston Martin get blown up in, in uh, he's, every like, he's time, like, "Why? He Why hates is this it? Every time in James Bond, when the Aston Martin gets trashed, or rolled, or he's just whatever. like, "No!" <laughs> when in Scott, uh, in Spectre, yep. he gets the brand new prototype DB11, um, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and he sinks it. And, <laughs> you know, he drives he drives it for like five minutes, not even. But he's just chasing, and he sinks it in the bloody river. And you, in the cinema, my dad was just like, "No." <laughs> He hates it. He can't forget. Like he can't get over that in the movie. He'll he just George be mad Stanza. for the. Rest. You know. You know in movies. You know in movies where the someone kills the dog and people will be like, "Nah, I can't." John do Wick. It. Yeah. Like, but, like that, that's why like everyone hates John Wick for that reason. Like, oh, everyone loves John Wick, but they hate, they hate that, that scene. Bit, yeah. yeah. No, but there are some people who see the dog dying and they're like, "No, nah, I can't watch the rest of the movie." Yeah. My dad's like that with with the cars. <laughs> Aston Martin. He's like, as like soon as they blow up the Aston Martin, he's like, There's "I don't no like this. I don't like this movie." Anymore. <laughs> Has this turned into your show? Yeah, well, <laughs> Matt, it's, dude, this is excellent. Matt, Matt made Matt made the mistake of bringing up Fast and Furious, which is <laughs> the only thing I know about cars. <laughs> all good, all good. That's not, that's not necessarily true. Look, you know, we'll, we'll get back on topic because you know, for a lot of people, they relate like, like example, you, James, they relate to cars through Fast and Furious. Hundred percent. Yeah. And um, you know, what it's done for the car scene here, especially like you know, looking back now. If we were to go back ten years ago to say like to you know to the auto salon scene, which you came with me to a few auto salons back in yeah. the day, those cars were like the fast and few like you know the, like the, I guess the fast and the riser style, you, you, what people call it, was still kind of in the in the moment, like the the sex spec and all, yeah. all, all those sort of cars were still around. Like nice leather seats, restitched, like you'd spend like 
big money on the interior, the interiors, yeah. sound systems, Cra- chrome wheels, stuff and like that. The car, the car is a shopping cart, but like seriously, the the amount of money they poured into them, like Excels that had Excels. Or even those lances that yeah. were built to look like Evos that still exist exist to this day. <laughs> too sexy is an example of Monte Carlo. Exactly, too sexy. <laughs> and, you know, they had like dashes with snake eyes and stuff. It was like... It was part of the scene though. I know, and that's 100%. how it was. Like back then, people were just going ham. Like they were going absolutely insane with their cars. And it, and it was, you know... And, and looking back now, if, if I still see one, like you... And you do. And you still see them around like they're, like they're, they're pretty they're pretty hammered these days. From that, like that, from that, from that, gen, uh, that era, that of of car carbonification, which which was kind of like the whole Fast and Furious, you know, body kits, body kits, Jap cars were starting to get really big, like for performance wise. So you know, like aftermarket was huge for them. You know, uh, Altezza lights, this that and the other, and a, a lot of it came from like you know where people were, where, where people were working from from you know from watching the Fast and Furious, playing playing like I guess the Need for Speed Underground was like a massive impact for me, especially because like that came yeah. straight after GTA like, and Need for Speed and games like that. Gran Turismo. We can modify. I mean, aren't they? Isn't um, Ja Rule playing Gran Turismo in the first movie? Ja Rule. Not Is ja it Ja Rule? No, it's uh, I think one of the Asian guys when in the first. Yeah, race. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's Asian, Asian guys guy. playing. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Gran I think Turismo. It's, Gran Turismo. it's, it's, it's the original Gran Turismo. Yeah. And that, that was the style, like playing PlayStation PS1 or PS1, PS1 yeah. playing PlayStation yeah. in a car. That was cool. That, that's yeah, just, that yeah. was like a new thing in that was 2001. Like putting, that was like putting video P- screens. Pin my in. ride was on TV at that time. Exactly, right. people yeah. going ham with that. So it's kind of like that. That it came, the movie came at the right time. Yeah, um, that guy from the movie was playing. He was playing the PlayStation. He um, he's actually he's actually a, a really famous car tuner. Um, tuner or a drifter. Tuna, Tuna. Okay. He, he's, he's like he's super famous. I, I, forget, I forgot his name. Um, but yeah, yeah, they've got little perks like that in the movie. Like. Yeah, he um like he 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 was a full like he's a Honda guy. Like he, he he's he's a he's a crazy modifier. Like he's, I think he, we should find all of the uh, little Easter eggs in Fast and the Furious. Like in terms of the casting. Yeah, for definitely. instance, like uh, those drifters that were in the last movie, and yeah. like, like for instance uh, Tokyo Drift where. Um, the old guy, the old guy yeah, sitting that, there fishing. That, that, uh, that, that's he's basically the drift king. Yeah. Yeah, a lot friend, of so. a lot of the technical advisors, like who who work on the cars and and drive the stunt drivers, like have cameos in the film and stuff. They did that in a lot that's of movies. Pretty, that's pretty cool. Like yeah. to be honest, like that drift one, I didn't find out until like yeah, watching M- it Matt the second or third time, and I was he's like, the drift king. I was yeah, like, yeah. That, that's him. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, how is he commenting on this? Like he's just <laughs> fishing, and then I'm looking at him, and I'm like, hey, that's that's you know the drift king. I'm like, wow. That was really impressive. It's crazy, like stuff like that. Really, really gets me going because they've, um, you know, from the outside, from the actual real car culture. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're bringing it back in, so like they're giving it kind of like a, a home, a home feel, which is which is good, which is what the kind of the last ones have been missing. But then again, the, the last ones have been going to like sort of a heist. They, they've reinvig- they've reinvigorated the series. Don't get me wrong. They've made it like a more of an action series. To probably blow up their their box office basically more than yeah. keeping it like oh fine it's about family there's sentimental value there but since the first and second movie I think Tokyo Drift after that started dying seriously yeah the the fourth movie you could definitely see you know it was going into like a cop thriller action like sort of going thing. through those tunnels come on and the <laughs> fifth the fifth movie was like fully reinvented the series as like a action heist yeah. and now it's gone like full ham just yeah. like. It's like it's like um die it's like almost die another day levels of James Bond type <laughs> like it's like what country are you going to now um you know what vehicles are we blowing up now we're Which going to the, the snow we're going to take over a satellite yeah <laughs> they should, basically that, that they should come to Australia drink some VB drive a Camaro 
<laughs> they haven't been to Australia. They haven't been to Australia. Yeah. Oh, no, there was there was a petition on Facebook to bring him to Australia. That, they definitely should. They should. They should. Because they had like a VL Turbo where um, <laughs> drifting, see that, drifting yeah. under the uh, <laughs> under the uh, the charger the flipping. flipping at the first, yeah. Oh man, that would be good. It's so good. But look, getting back on um, how much has impacted the you know, car culture. I think I think for every like for every person can relate to the Fast and Furious series, especially being a car guy. Because like you know, like the last one, the last few movies I, I, when I've went, I've, I always go and see. Them. It's just it's tradition. I always go see the Fast and Furious no matter what at the at the cinemas. And um, <laughs> people that aren't into cars, like they get their car fixed from that, and they, they can say, "Oh, you know, I like that. I, I like that green car, or I like that yeah. blue car, which is uh, like for example, the, the blue car was you know, the Escort. It was my favorite car. Yeah, almost probably in the series. Definitely, it's it's up there. Maybe it's up there. Um. And, and like you, you can you can you, then people can understand they can learn about and cars. Also, that's like, how you learn about that's the how I, like I knew about the escort I knew about rally yeah but when you see the blue one with the roll cage and the fog lamps <laughs> like I was just like I love it I love it yeah. and and especially because it's utilized in such a cool way like that's where I get my yeah that's where I get my car fix you're right and and that's and the people who aren't fully into the car scene that's where they get their car fix from and that's where they can relate they can put two or two together. Which can help, like, kind of d- bridge the gap, or, or, or between enthusiasts and like um, normal people, because well, well, we're all normal people, but like, in th- because especially in Mal- especially in Australia, car car people get a real bad rap, and it's it's like you know we get yeah we we, we, we cop it here in in terms of like you know um you know you're all hoons this that and the other. That's the thing is like people say oh you know people who car enthusiasts are hoons, people who like uh, Fast and Furious are hoons, but I know people who don't have their license. And who probably won't get their license anytime soon. Um, not you know don't have that. They don't have a license not because they're young, but because they don't want to get their license. license. Who love Fast and Furious? Yeah. They love cars. Yep. It's just they're not hoons. Like that. That's a stupid thing to say. Yeah, and it's and it's just I guess it's the whole um, the whole premise behind it. But in all, but you know, I've been checking on Facebook and stuff recently, and like there's all these car communities have like organized like to go to the drive-ins together to watch you know to watch the Fast and Furious. You know, it's um it brings it brings the car community brings people together, and and, and this makes, mu- makes people family. Yeah, family, and, and especially with the Fast and Furious series, it, re- it really does that. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because I, I can't. I'm kind of like dying. I'm chomping a little bit to watch it tomorrow, because um, well, we're going to watch it tomorrow. But um, yeah. it, it's it's got, it's going to be good, and you're just going to have to wait and see the review in a in a couple of weeks' time, which is going to be which is going to be good. So we're going to be doing a two hour crossover special, which which will be which will be the first time we've done that, James. It's going to be kind of dope. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a long time, and we said when this movie comes out, we'll do it. So it, it'll be a lot of fun. So we won't give any more away for that because it's you know it's it's coming up. So we'll, we'll get off the Fast and Furious because we're going to go talking about two hours in a couple of weeks. But um, we'll, we'll move along. So uh, Blake's coming in um, with your um, your car pewter. Yeah. So um, basically, what we finished doing not long ago, like before we came in, we were working on the on my computer where we were installing the main operating system that we'd be running it off. So it's basically going to be the head unit of the car, and we basically took a Raspberry Pi and then got a base operating system, and then we're going to reprogram it. So we've got the base operating system on it, and we've built it into a case with a touchscreen and everything. Cool. Um, But, yeah, so all we've got left is really to install it in the car, install a... um, Rear view camera, um, like it all things be done? to do with it. Yep, it can be done. So is that is it is it the exact size of like a double din? Sorry, is it a double din size? James? So um, 
It's a seven-inch screen, I yep. believe. Uh, the surrounds are a bit bigger than a doubled in, but if it sticks out a little bit, it shouldn't be an issue if we get it in that. What I did suggest was, um, do you know how in my MPS it has that little pop-up Yeah, screen? yeah, you can just pop it up there. That's what I was going to do. I was cool. going to swap up that top section with him, get a standard one, yeah. and uh, have it so maybe it can come up and down from there if it fits. Otherwise, uh, we'll try and cleanly modify it to work. Yeah, you definitely make that work. It'll be pretty cool like being up on the top as well. Um, are you still going to be able to have your uh, hand control functionality? That's that's the next because because I know you can with aftermarket head units, but with with this, I'm not too sure. So we're keeping in the original head unit yeah. so that we can do the tuner and everything. So that's a bit hard to run with the actual computer. So are you going to run this as like, as like an AUX kind of thing? Yeah, so we're going to okay. run this into the auxiliary port of the actual normal head unit, and then we're going to replace the auxiliary port with a USB port. So we can plug in hard drives and shit with uh, DVDs, so that we can put in optical drives, DVDs, so through the optical drives, hard drives, stuff like that, USBs, cool. whatever. Yeah. That's the current plan. The future plan is to get it a fully functional Raspberry Pi head unit. Cool. So there's no head unit at all. And so you know, so the head unit becomes that. That, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So um, in terms of functionality, is it so it's it's all touchscreen? Like, it's cool. We're looking at it right now live in the studio. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, so what, that, so that's running Linux and, and everything. And that's yeah. So as an example, we could like plug in USB. It's got some media on it. Oh, so it's got like USB port and everything as well. That's pretty yep. good. And, and, and it should all pop up. Like yeah. So um, what made you go down this get down this route? Like something different or um. So we're doing a programming course for uni. Well, it's software programming based course, and I sort of wanted to do something that would sort of like get me in so like I could sort of use this yeah. as experience and stuff and I was looking at a new head unit because mine's kind of dead the, the actual discs don't come out and everything okay, so screwed yeah, in yeah. terms of that um, so I was, I was looking at new head units and I was thinking about it Raspberry Pi costs about the same amount fun little project yeah. use it for experience for down career wise and yeah yeah done. D- definitely it's, I can't wait to see Commerce City and the end product well I'm um, I'll post some pictures up on our Facebook page, and, and and you can tell people the specs and how to do it. Absolutely, um, it'll be it'll be a cool DIY little project. Look, we're gonna get to our next break. Um, we'll be right back after this. We're gonna get to a song, a little teaser song, because we're, we're gonna be playing all Fast and Furious based music in a couple of weeks. But um, this is one of my favorite songs on the first one. This, this, is, this is called Deep Enough. So we'll see you on the other side of this. Of course, uh, that, that's yeah, live with Deep Enough. Yeah, <laughs> thanks guys. That's that's really doing good for my self confidence right now. Um, so, moving on a little bit, uh, the, the bit of an update on the Merc, so, yeah, everyone's favourite car, um, I've got clear lights on the front now, so it's all kind of, it's all, it's a bit more modernised, it actually, it's actually looking really good now, um. Clear lights? What colour? Before? There was amber, you know, the indicator. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah nice. So, so um, I, I, it, it's kind of brings it to, like, the 21st century, even, even though it's still got a retro 80s look. But you know what, you know what's cool about it, is that everyone, um, Kind of everyone kind of likes it, and it's weird because like usually you get the it's opinion. nice. Yeah, well, it's it's like it's like a nice car, but like but people who, who come up to me, like for example, who who know cars and and like you know like mechanics, like I took it to my mechanics and and uh, I took it to the other mechanic I go to with where my mother uh, she works, and the mechanics like oh this car is like these ones were were over, stupidly over engineered. This is like this was a this is when you bought a Mercedes Benz, you bought a, you bought one of these. This yeah, was, this a was, tank. Yeah, a tank. This was they were that over engineered that you you know 
Everyone just, knows that, like, German, you know, German engineering, it's like a saying. Yeah. So I think everyone sees it and goes, wow, that's really nice. It's the same with, like, old, old BMWs and, exactly. and um, you know, stuff like that. So, like, but he was telling me, like, you know, in, in comparison, a lot, the, the newer, the newer Mercedes have got, like, nothing in compared, in compared to, like, quality control and stuff over the older Mercs, because he's like, he's like to me, I can vouch for that. Yeah, and, and he's, he's, like, he's like, these old Mercs, he's like, you're right, James, they were built, like, out of complete and out of tanks. And I can tell you this for the fact, uh, Dad had a 1998 W210 E320. Yeah, lovely car, yeah. Very nice car. Um, anyway, he ended up selling it and buying a 2005 E350, so one step up, and it was the next shape up. Um, now, being in Dad's car going to work, we used to do the highway runs, and and highway, I mean, like, the Hume Highway, yeah. up to Caltex Colcolo, where he worked. And um, truck would get behind you, and you just put your foot flat, flat to the floor. You wouldn't hear any engine noise, nothing. You just Wolf rock it and go, yeah. like you know, straight up, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. No bounce on the road, no, no no suspension feels, nothing. It was it was uh, just like drives like a dream, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like you're sitting on a, on, a, on a cloud, basically. It's mad. Uh, comes to the new one. Um, as soon as you put your foot down, they they make it more oriented. That you can hear the motor a lot more. There's not a, there's not as much deadening and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and the suspension was horrible. Like a lot more firm. A lot more firm, but firm to a point where it's uncomfortable yeah. at times. Which but, which yeah. kind of defeats the purpose of a Merc. And then you, you, we worked out that um they cut down marketing costs. They yeah. they changed the suspension setup in the front, and you could tell you could feel it with the turn in. You could feel it on the road, but. Hey, you got to cut costs to keep costs. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, from driving from driving the old Merc, yeah, like the, that old Merc still drives like it, it drives it drives fine today. It drives, like, it drives like a modern car. I kid you not. It's got independent rear suspension. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's 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 a it was pretty pretty crazy for its time. I was watching um, I was watching actually, I kind of got stuck on YouTube till about like three a.m. yesterday. <laughs> just 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 watching um. As yeah. as happens with YouTube. Yeah. Well, I, you don't realize when you start at seven o'clock and you end at three. Yeah. But I was watching all, all videos about the W124, which is which is the, the, the nice. And I was watching like the engineering videos behind it, like uh, for, and um, like the stories about it. They they classify it as, and I'm not blowing my own horn here, but the best Mercedes ever made because it was that over engineered to the point where it was just stupid. Yeah. And um, that's when like even the people you know they were interviewing, talking, talking like having you know, having chats about it. Like this is when a Mercedes was a Mercedes. It's like it was it was this stage. Of, of Mercedes engineering that they were just completely they, they went ham on everything you know but they also they also made sure it, it'll it'll work like their quality control was insane um I doubt they'd do half the stuff they did the, the, after they did the stuff they did then today yeah. um like they, they, they'd pull cars at all out of the line on the on, on the production line and you know like they'll go through it go through it everything to make sure it was perfect and like I'm sure they still do that you know there is quality control still but like in comparison to back then, and how well, how overly engineered they were, it was insane. It, it blew me away, and I'm like, fire out! And I got all this for nothing. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's the little touches as well. Like <clears throat> I was watching them; they were explaining uh, why the seat, because because those old seats they're, they're quite firm, but the car rides so nicely that that they're that they're it's a comfortable. It's, it's it's so soft. Yeah. So when you initially sit in the car, it's like, oh, it's a bit it's a bit stiff. But when you're driving, uh, it, the car, the, the car uh, it kind of conforms to you, and, and it's and you can drive for hours, and you, and you don't get you don't get, you don't get worn out. And that's what my dad said. Uh, as soon as you sit your ass in a Merc, uh, you you never go to another car, and, and you never feel that point until you actually drive a Merc. Yeah, well, it's exactly right. And you right. feel exactly what he's talking about. And I, 
you know, because so, so, you, you always told me that, and, and it wasn't until I, driven, I drove this car, and, and it's, and I learned why the seats initially so firm, but it's, it, it was, they were orthopedically designed seats. This is back in like the 80s, they've, they've done orthopedically designed seats in a, in a, in a car. And I don't think I've heard that on any other car that I can think of. It's crazy. They're like, the reason why uh, the, the, the seat's this position and the reason why it's, it's so firm, but the suspension's so forgiving is because it, it, these, are, these are to give you good posture and to, to have less fatigue when you drive. I'm like, I've never had any, I've never heard of any other car company. Like, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I sit down and watch tons of documentaries here about cars. None of them really speak about that. And they're like, oh, like their, their reason for it, they want, they want, it, it's a safety, it's a safety feature, one, because they, they want to reduce driver mm. fatigue. But two, they want you to drive after like, you know, six, seven hours, get out of the car and not have a sore back. Not, yeah. And, and not be in like a race car like, or, or, or like anything else. And like after like 20 minutes, you know, and get out. The only other car that I've felt that kind of way is like, isn't it, isn't a kind of like a Falcon seat. Like when we drove, when we drove the, ter- the Typhoon from Sydney back here, mm. it was comfortable as I was. Yeah, like, everyone, just, everyone said it was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. But like in comparison, the Merc is just, it's, it's the same thing. And this is going back 20 years older. Mm. So it's, um, it's impressive. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I freaked out. I was watching, as I said, I was watching all these documentaries, man. I freaked out. I was, I was really astonished that you know, back then in the eighties, Mercedes was that far ahead of the game, mm. and it's, it's, it, it utterly blew me away. It helped with like, probably not only you know, you know, uh, comfort and uh, you know, with driver fatigue, but like probably just head checks and and you know, looking in the rearview mirror. Like you don't have to worry about your posture. Yeah, because you're, sometimes, you're in the right spot. sometimes in my car, and it's it's. You know, it's kind of, it's not low, but it's it's a small car, yeah. and like I've put the mirror in the position I want, and you know I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, why is my head in the mirror? Like I've, <laughs> I've clearly I've clearly pushed the mirror to the point where it's where I'm supposed to be, but you know if your seat's always in, if your back's always in the right position and you're not slumping or or moving or whatever, you're not gonna move. You, you know, it's gonna be better, easier to drive, easier to easier to do head checks and. Stuff like that. Definitely. Um, also, I was watching a, a video on there because, um, like, the S Class, like everyone knows, that if you buy a Mercedes S Class, the technology you get in an S Class today will be in your standard car in about ten years' time. That's yeah, how far. Some crazy shit then. Yeah, that, that's how far ahead the S Class is. Mm. And um, I was watching the S Class from around the same time as as the as you know the W124, so late eighties, early nineties, and. Um, just the tech in it was insane. Like, it's a button here. You can control your rear view mirror, mess up yeah. your seats. Uh, it was, it was just, it, it utterly blew me away. And, you know, I'm like, fire. Like, yeah. I mean, the S-Class was the first car to have an, air, have an mm. airbag, you know, standard. And first car to have ABS. That's basically what they based, uh, like, the GS or the Lexus series on. Yeah. Like, the LS and is the S-Class of the Mercs, the, of, the, of the Lexus. Yeah. And you got like the GS, which is like the the, the E class, which is like a fatter yep. Merc, and then obviously the C class, which is the more the performance. Well, coupe based is OS. Well, it's funny you mentioned Lexus because the LS four hundred of, of the late eighties was equally, if not better, because yeah, that's what they benchmarked it up, up on. Basically, the S-class. folding mirrors were standard. Yeah. You had this little thing that opens down, and it's like a whole bunch of settings that you can adjust to everything. They're they're fantastic. Are the old, the old LS four hundred? Yeah, the, the, the they original, sound great yeah, that full that one user there. It's a marvelous engine. It's it's, it's a much still used still today. Oh, it, same platform. Same same platform. Um, it's it's actually a masterpiece that engine. It was that, that that was 
Lexus at the time, the only other car, car company besides Mercedes of that of that era that were just going ham was was Lexus. Lexus, yeah. Excuse my in- ignorance. Um, where what country does Lexus originate? Lexus, is it Germany? No, it's uh, Japanese. Japan. So oh, it's basically is it? yeah, it's, it's a tw- subproduct of Toyota. Toyota. It's basically imagine Toyota's. Like, oh, imagine Japan's luxury. Mercedes. Yeah. yeah, like luxury. That's yeah. the easiest way to put it, I guess. It's Japan's. Uh, it's Japan's Mercedes. Japan's Mercedes. Japan's answer to Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Euro- European. Yeah, I mean, they uh, do have like that Euro styling thing because yeah. it is answering to yeah the Euro King sort yeah. of thing. So that's kind of where that's kind of where they come in. But yeah, back in '89 when the LS500 was released, um, it, it had some it had a, even more crazy tech back, back then. It was it was either you know it was either heated seats. Oh, fuck. It, it, it was it was insane. I mean, and 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 these were in cars back in the '80s, you know, so. Um, but like, if you look up today, you'll still see tons of these cars on the road. I kid you not, you will see yeah. tons of these cars on the road because the, mechanically wise, they were that over engineered that they would just keep going. That last. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I mean, Matt Farah's got a million mile Lexus LS four hundred. Yeah. It's got nine hundred and eighty thousand miles, or and that's miles. Yeah. How that's is like, that even possible? On the original engine, and <laughs> and it, it just had a transmission rebuild because uh, you know, and because yeah, bands and whatnot. Because. Because Lexus, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> because Toyota builds stuff bulletproof, and Lexus is is like their development. Like, yeah. like if you really look it up, the, the development of Toyota is most likely Lexus, and then Toyota is like their sort of like test bench, yeah, so but, to speak, or family consumer car, and then you got all the performance and everything in the Lexus side of things. Yeah, well, and and if you know if you if you're thinking about it as well, you know. When Mercedes like kind of dropped off, like quality-wise, in the early two thousands, especially because yeah. the early two thousand cars have got a f- they're quite unreliable and they're, they're they they kind of really hurt the Mercedes name. Like uh, I was I'd say, as soon as like compressors started coming out, yeah, that's when it started um, dropped off. I heard um uh, I was I was reading a documentary. Uh, I, was, I was reading I was reading like, I saw something off on the on the, on the internet, and the, the the boss of Mercedes had said. We need to go back to the quality of the '80s that we had, yep. and that's, uh, that's that's pretty nuts. That's pretty crazy. He's like the quality control and like the build quality of everything was just to to the highest of you know Germanic standards ever. Yeah. To we say have, that, as, like, we have to go back to the older standards in order to you know back go, to go to the future. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, that's, it's that's crazy. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm saying that's how crazily over-engineered those those old Mercs were, and it's only Lexus that's that's got that still that's yeah. that consistent, consistent. build quality. And it, the, no, no, no other car company has done it, and it's really, um, it's it's really kind of shocking. But that's that's what it is. Yeah. Look, um, we it's about time for the quiz. Uh, you, James, down for the quiz again? Again? <laughs> well, it's yeah. Well, it's a yes or a no question. I'm going to give it to you anyway. You, you've got yeah, to, you've got no choice about it. Uh, I think you, Not just, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the famous car talk. Car talk. All right, let's do it. Probably get like one this time. Uh, don't beat yourself. <laughs> if it's about Fast and Furious, I might know it. <laughs> Question one. The mis- music. Sorry. Music. Yeah, man. Of course, got the music. Oh. There you go. Um, Question one. The Mercedes 500e was built in conjunction with what company? 500e. Yeah. So W124 shape. So same shape as mine. Oh, this was like kind of the beginning of like Mercedes venture into performance sedans. We can pass and you can come back. No, we'll come back. Question two: The BMW M1 
the old original sports car, like the, the more supercar it was trying to be, um, had how many cylinders? The M1, you'd think it'd be like small, four-banger, but I'm leaning towards an eight. Straight six. It's a, it's a straight six, yeah, it's a straight six. Question three. What was the location of the M1's engine? The M1 was built on a hatch platform? No, no, no. The, the original M1 back in the 70s. Like an E30 shape. It's like, a, it's, like, it's like a wedge shape. It's, it's a, M1 is what? Like based on like a 2000? No, no. It's its, its own car. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a proper like, like, sports okay. car. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to say front engine, front engine uh, rear wheel drive. Nah, it's a mid engine. Engineer, would I? Engineer, yeah. Yeah. Question four: True or false? The original HSV GTSR had the option of a blueprinted engine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Try and sell more. <laughs> Question five: The 2JZ FSE was different to the standard 2JZ GE and GTE due to it being what? Supercharged. No. Give you another hint because this is a hard one. Do you give me a hint? No, I'll, I'll give you another go. Okay. Well, I'm not that nice. I was going to say, hints, that doesn't sound like you. No, it does. That's not me at all. FSE. To the 2JZ FSE was different to the 2JZ GE or GTE. In so what, the other ones were turboed and one was non turboed GE was non turboed GTE was turbo. Yes. The FSE had some difference. I, 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 I'll give you a hint. Your car, your car has the same kind of. I, 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 Just give him the hands. I can't because <laughs> if it, no, I'm, it's it's direct injection. That's okay. correct. Yeah. So you you like, yeah. No. I gave you a hint. Oh, yeah, you, should, you gave him too much away. Don't <laughs> so give him anything else. Car, it's just direct injection or four banger, and four, it's not a four banger. So. <laughs> uh, question six: A Crown Victoria is most commonly associated with what? Crown Victoria. Yeah, I know this one. What car type or? Yeah, well, it's it's a, a Crown Victoria is a top car. What's the most commonly used, like, like associated like a VIP? with VIP? Not really. It is a VIP car, though. It is a VIP car, but it's in America. What's it? What's a car most commonly used for? Cop car. It is a cop car. That's correct. Question seven: A Mazda Cosmo has what type of engine? Thirteen uh, B. Thirteen B. That's correct. Question 8. The FPV GTF was the last GT made by Ford Portland's vehicles. What did the F stand for? <laughs> it's going to be something stupid. <laughs> it's, I don't think it's forced because it's an 8 cylinder. It's an eight, isn't it? You can pass it, come back. It's like Furious or Fast, something like that. No? Do you want to pick one or just put a guess? Is it one of them though? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass. <laughs> Alright. Uh, question nine: The Suzuki Swift GTI, the original one, had what size engine? Uh, two liter. Nah, one point three. One point three. One point three. Three cab. Yeah. Far out. Question ten: The Mercedes SLS has has how much power? And look, I won't be a dick like I was last time and say it to the your one kilowatts. If you get in the same ballpark, I'll I'll give it to you because this is this is an easy one. Is it like the four hundred kilowatt range? It's in the four hundred kilowatt range. Give me a hint. What was it? Give me something. Is it below 450? 
or higher than uh, than 450. I reckon it's like around the 430 mark. You're right, it's 420. I'll give you that. Cool. Question one, the Mercedes 500E was built in conjunction with what car company? Can you give me a region? Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Porsche? Yeah, it was Porsche. I gave you the answer. I gave you the answer. Um, the GTF was the last GT made by FEV. What did the F stand for? I suck at these Ford questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> did you hang out me enough, man? You I should, know, should but... know. What's the F and FPV stand for? Ford, but it's not what it stands for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Just I don't want to stuff pun. it up. Just take a punt. You've got... You've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? Oof, this is a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> but you got an eight and a half last week, so... Um, it's not fast or furious. Well, no, James, it's not. <laughs> so it's never going to be in the movies. Um, it's not fastidious. <laughs> You're just saying words now. What is it, James? I'm just trying to think of something with an F. Fear? No, final. It was the last GT. Final? The last GT. The final. 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 <laughs> it's a 7 out of 10, James. Yeah, i got to remember that for now. You're never gonna forget that, James. <laughs> that's the biggest, that's the bigger thing. All right, easy. Seven out of ten. I'm happy with that. You, you'll take that. You'll take that. Um, look, we're gonna go to our last song of the night. Uh, we're gonna go to a song by uh, Duck Sauce. You guys know Duck Sauce? They did um, was it uh, Barbara, Barbara Streisand? Yep. Um, we're gonna go to a song. Uh, it was uh, I was playing. Um, uh, oh, jeez, what's it called now? Planning Grand. <laughs> I was playing. Uh, uh, I'm not even playing. I completely forgot the game. Uh, Forza Horizon. And um, this, is, this is one of the songs I'm like. I forgot how good this song was. So this is energy. This is Duck Source with NRG. We'll be right back after this. We're back on 98.9 Northwest FM. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. <laughs> I think we should come back here This now. is why Tuesday is the best This is why Tuesday nights kill up. Uh, it's, it's, it's the best not to you be meant on. to be on Biohacker <laughs> <laughs> no, 98.9 Northwest FM this is Car Talk with Manny J uh, we're, we're out of time tonight um, <laughs> we, we, we've had a good discussion had, had a few good laughs um, during the breaks and stuff you know I'm actually thinking about just putting like a like a, like a full like unedited version just, just like with the breaks included just, uh, just, just, just to hear the crap we talk during, during the break explicit content warning <laughs> would have to be on there <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah look this has been ninety eight point nine. This has been Cartog on uh, Cartog Manager on ninety eight point nine Northwest FM. Um, thanks, guys, for coming in. Uh, thanks, Blake, for showing us your showing us the Raspberry Pi. Very welcome. We're gonna have to see some pictures, uh, and we can you can do a bit log when you when it's finished, and we'll, and we'll check it up on the on the Facebook page. Which yeah, cool. So I'll do a short video rundown of how I put it together and everything, and then we'll talk about the operating systems we put in and how we install it. We'll do probably do some videos while we're installing, and um, yeah, we'll upload some photos of the overall product. Yeah, that'd be killer. Um, thanks, James from Establish, for coming in again. No worries. Thanks for having me. Um, and in two weeks' time, we're going to be obviously talking about doing the doing the, uh, the Fast and Furious special. So if you want on that, James, I know you do. Yeah, I've got dibs on that if yeah, you want so, to have this. Yeah, so, so you can be in for that. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, Kelly and Nathan in the background again for chipping in during the show and, and putting in some, fun, some, some funny commentary. And, um, of course, James from Avis Movies. Thanks again thanks for coming for on. Thanks for having me on. 
Um, tune in next. Uh, well, tune in next week for my show, two, two hour Harry Potter special, and then on the Tuesday, April twenty fifth, will be the two hour Man vs Movies Car Talk Fast and Furious crossover, crossover special, which which would be which would be really cool. Um, crossover Twitter <laughs> for my speakers, man. Um, but yeah, that that would definitely that 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 uh, I'll start again. That would definitely be cool. Uh, but yeah, definitely tune in for your show next week. It, it should be it should be good, and. Um, if you've got any, uh, if you've got any questions for us, send us send us a message on our Facebook page, Car Talk with Manny Joe. That's T O R Q U E. Um, we'll, and if you've missed any of our episodes, we've always we've always got them backed up on on um, on Shadow Engine. So just go to shadowengine.com or even we're, we're on iTunes now as well. So you can you can search us up on iTunes and get the podcast on there, which is which is really cool. So um, uh, if you've missed anything, give us a give us a share, give us a like Amazing. as well. I know, fancy moving move up in the world, man. <laughs> Shout out to now. now we're on iTunes as well. Um, so give us a sh- give us a share and give us a like on uh, on Facebook on our Facebook page, and um, sh- share it around because we're all for the car community. So this has been Car Talk with Matty J. Thanks again for tuning in, and uh, I will see you guys in two weeks because I'm away next week. I'm going I'm interstate, um, but I will see you guys then. So in the meantime, take it easy. <laughs>